Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. For me personally, I do a lot of physical labor because I have horses and I'm working in the fields. I'm trying to get weeds out and I ride and I feed and all this. I'm cleaning a lot. I do a lot of stuff and it seems like I have more energy. I kid you not. Tell Dr. Howard, thank you so much. He is a godsend because I know that he's going to help a lot of people. He's right on target with this. I am so thankful for him doing this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all of these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. The Patriot Act, turning citizens into suspects since 2001. The Kate Daly Show starts now. We took the actual genetic sequences that were reportedly novel and reviewed those against the patent records that were available um, as of the spring of 2020. And what we found, as you'll see in this report, are over 120 patented pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was actually entirely a fallacy. There was no novel coronavirus. The statement that was made by Peter Daszak in 2015 reported in the National Academies of Press publication February 12, 2016, and I'm quoting, We need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-coronavirus vaccine. A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process." End quote. Really damning piece of uh, evidence there from 2016. Uh, The quote basically saying, gee, this can be profit run and uh, this vaccine, 2016, mind you, um, we can't wait to kick this out there because, hey, the media will drive this because they own the media. That's why. 
Um, and uh, basically, uh, coronavirus a fallacy. That was Dr. David Martin uh, with so much damning evidence on the patents, on everything involving what's going on right now as they're shoving the Delta Lambda Nu variant. Um, you know, the I call it the, the, the uh, what is it, the um, uh, sorority, the, the fraternity for morons, you know, Lambda Delta Nu, as they're trying to shove this down our throats. Um, I actually think it's reaction to the vaccines as they are reporting uh, so many deaths and so many adverse reactions. On Friday, I interviewed Cherie Romney, whose son, um, uh, it's ended his basketball career. In fact, uh, blood clots now in his throat and in his brain. And her husband had blood clots, over 100 blood clots in his lungs. And so I just want people to be very, very careful out there. But welcome to the program. You're listening to Kate Daly, The Kate Daly Show. You can go to katedalyradio.com. I put up show notes there as well under show. Uh, You'll see show topics and show notes and go in there for really helpful links to the things I talk about. I have the great Dr. Duke Pesta joining me because, of course, it's Monday. And then, of course, I have uh, Connor Boyack joining me with the Tuttle Twins um, books. He'll be joining me in the next hour. But I welcome Dr. Duke Pesta. How are you, sir? Doing well. How are you today? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. And uh, and I also wanted to mention, I've got to mention that uh, this is the last week for enrollment at FPEUSA.org. And uh, I think of it as uh, F is in family, P is in parent, E is an educator, uh, USA.org, FPEUSA.org. But uh, I'm so glad that you guys are, have this online national school. And I'm sorry, I have to plug it because it's that amazing. I love your curriculum and it's accessible throughout the nation, right? So yeah, this is look, the last as, week. As the critical race theory, I don't think mom and dad understand what's coming to them in the fall. Right. And by the time September gets here, it's going to be too late to make another choice. Uh, this is your last chance to consider a school that does it right. We have classical education, Christian values, all online, live teachers, none of these recorded lessons. We'll give your kids a really good education in the safety of your home. Uh, the avalanche of critical race theory, progressivism, uh, the, the public schools are going to be an absolute mess, and it's going to start right from the get-go. So this is – you got one more week. If you want to take a look at Freedom Project, go to fpeusa.org mm-hmm. and look at our online program guide, and we can still get you in. Awesome. I just – I love your organization, so that's why I have to talk about it. I actually personally love it, and I personally love the teachers you pick. It's a virtual online classroom. Like you said, it just – it really is such an answer for people who actually fear homeschooling, don't really know what to do with that, but this is a way that they have teachers that hold the kids accountable for their for their, uh, for their their homework and for their tests and, and everything else, and they're fantastic teachers that you guys handpick, by the way, all over the nation. Yep, it, we, we're a school, yeah. and so you're, this is a chance for your kids to have a school environment, including fellow students they can talk to and teachers they can work with from home and uh, spare themselves what's coming down the road this fall. And we're going to have to because, oh my gosh, it's heating up and it's going to only get worse, you guys. I just really fear for our public education at this point in time. Uh, the smartest thing what? a parent can do is take them out. Let's take just a quick moment on this topic because I think it's really important. Sure. Um, You know, one of the talks I give is it's you you see, I think a lot of moms and dads have seen the protests, right? Mm -hmm. So um, even before we're months out from school yet and parents are screaming at school boards, there is all of this division. And I I just want you to notice one thing. As brave as these parents are, as multicultural, when we were fighting Common Core 10 years ago, it was primarily soccer moms. 
white soccer moms that protested. If you're paying attention to the protests, African-American men, Asian moms and dads are protesting this. Children uh, of all different backgrounds are standing up in front of their school boards and demanding an education that's about subject matter, not about politics. And the one thing that this incredibly diverse and, and, and swelling numbers of Ameri American families are figuring out, the system's rigged against them. The, right. the administrators don't care. Who are you going to appeal to? Let's say you're, I'm right and you, you send your kid to public school. You're thinking, finally, after a year and a half of COVID, mm -hmm. we're going to get back to normal. And starting as early as September, your kids are being brainwashed. They're, the white, your white kids are being signaled out for white supremacy and white privilege and all the garbage that's going on in the other schools. You find it in your school. Who are you going to appeal to? Your, I guarantee you your state education people aren't going to help you. Right. We know that the, the, the White House and the Department of Education support this garbage. So you, we can complain all we want. We can go and raise hell at uh, school, board, school boards. But these teachers, I don't know if you saw the news, just last week 5,000 public school teachers vowed that they would continue, continue to racialize the classroom Jeez. even if their states outlawed. So even if your state says we're not going to allow it, these teachers say we are still going to make race, divisive race theory, the purpose of your kid's education. Not oh math, gosh. not science, not reading. It's coming. It's going to be a disaster. Wow. I hope parents are listening. Oh, my gosh. I hope parents are listening. And, you know, they want parents out of that classroom. They do not want parents to know what they're teaching. And they don't want them there, right? So they try yeah. everything to do to keep them away. You and I know that uh, 15, 20 years ago, the public schools were begging parents to get involved. Yeah. Pay attention. <clears throat> help us. Do your kids do their homework. We need partners. Then came No Child Left Behind and, and Common Core. And then 10 years ago, the same teachers were telling moms and dads, this curriculum's too hard for you. It's too complicated. Don't involve yourself. Back off. We're the teachers. You mind your own business. And then you fast forward to today, those very same teachers are compiling lists of families who protest and they're doxing them. Jeez. If you're one of these moms who goes to complain, they're gonna come after you in your private life. That's what's happened in 20 years, from begging for your help to not only not wanting you have anything to do with their kid's education, but and appropriating all of that responsibility that belongs to the family to themselves. Mm -hmm. They are now aggressively pursuing and doxing and shaming and trying to ruin the careers of anybody who dares ch challenge all this critical race theory in the public schools. Oh my gosh. I just, please, please, parents, we must step up. Um, really, we must step up. Get your kids out. There's so many other answers and so many ways to do it and other things you can do, I promise, and you'll even love it better. You'll love it more. Um, there is a bill I want to talk about that I don't think anyone's uh, heard of, and Melissa Hattip, uh, Melissa, my co-host on Wednesdays, um, who brought this to my attention, and uh, this is uh, Senate Bill 2123, and this is called the Pray Safe Act. Pray Safe Act uh, by Rob Portman of Ohio, and he is introducing this bill. Um, in fact, this little monstrosity uh, is nothing little about it. There's nothing little about it. This bill, I think, is a huge danger to churches, and what it's doing is it's attempting, attempting to say that churches are in dire need of the feds to come in and save us, Homeland Security, to save us from any violent act that might happen at a church. 
I know you were looking at this too, Dr. Pesta. And as I was looking, I thought, is this kind of like bringing the troops into the White House like Biden did for um, how many months for no reason at all with no threat at all, a made up threat? Um, What was your take on this bill? Uh, Exactly that. Look, look, you just take a look at how your so-called government behaved towards churches over the last couple of years. Right. Uh, the last year, just the last year over uh, six months with Biden and the end of the Trump administration, what were they doing? Right. What were local administrations doing? They were treating churches as if they were the enemy, treating churches as if they were unnecessary. Meanwhile, they were allowing liquor stores to be stay open. They were allowing Antifa thugs burning down buildings mm-hmm. and considering that legitimate protests. Jeez. And your churches were shut down. And you see what happened in Canada, where they went after priests. They sent SWAT teams and Mm -hmm. helicopters to arrest priests who are sitting in jail as we speak, simply because they defied the government and wanted to hold. This is the same Canadian government that let let left-wing protests go unabated by Islamic constituents, uh, but not when, but you are a Christian church. So we're gonna put them in charge of our protection, because here's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. They're going to say, hey, someone's threatened your church. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone's threatened your church. And so therefore, the only way we can keep it, keep you safe is to suspend yeah. church services until we feel safe. Like and like with the masking thing, safety never comes. There's never you're never going to feel safe. Absolutely. And so I would under no circumstances. And Rob Portman is as a he he's second only to Mitt Romney when it comes to his rhino bona fides. Right. This is not a conservative. This is not somebody who appreciates the protection. Uh, the First Amendment protects the freedom of religion. And the biggest threat to religion in this country right now is government. Yes. Don't put them in charge. Don't give them any more control over our religions. Amen. Amen. There was also a section where they said we moved to strike the section of 2002 Homeland Security Act that gave us nothing but problems. And the section that they want to strike is called Protection of Voluntary Shared Critical uh, Structure Information. Protection of Voluntary Shared Critical Structure Information. And just basically doing away with any kind of uh, privacy. It's basically a data palooza for the government to go in and to have uh, things shared with them from the churches that they normally might not share, information that the churches are privy to, and then also to have Homeland Security come and and be at every uh, event if they want to be, if they deem it a threat, and we all know what that means, anything will be deemed a threat, so they can have a presence there as well. And I love Dr. Pesta's point of shutting churches down by saying in their best interest because of some sort of, um, you know, something, somebody said something and now we need to shut it down because of a possible attack. Can you see how this will be abused? Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Born free to follow your heart. Live free and beauty surrounds you. Right? The song Born Free? (laughs) 
Do we remember what it is to be free in this country? I know we just celebrated uh, Independence Day, and it, uh, our country is really hard to recognize right now. Uh, make sure you get over to MyPillow.com. Uh, Mike Lindell is doing some pretty wonderful things and bringing the fraud uh, to the forefront uh, with people that have the absolute proof about voter fraud. And what are we going to do with the next election? So make sure that you are supporting MyPillow.com and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. They have a special going on with towels right now. These are the most amazing towels. I love them. I have them in white, and they are amazing. What can I say? My family loves them, and I love them. And you can get that. You can get that special. It's normally over a hundred dollars. You can actually get the special for a towel set right now for thirty nine dollars. Go into Radio Listener Special and put in the code Kate K A T E, and you can get it for yourself. Get the My Pillow. Get the blue label blue label or even green label if you snore it'll take away the snoring i'm not joking it's amazing and i never knew that so i am telling you that my pillow products are that good make sure that you're going over and uh, supporting truth and radio and giving yourself some wonderful gifts and uh, nice ideas for your home and make sure you get over to mypillow.com but make sure to put in the code kate k-a-t-e uh, dr pesto we have a caller so we'll start out with a caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead yeah, good afternoon, uh, sure. Duke Pesta, and also Kate. It's Aww. always good to talk to you, Hi and uh, good to hear you guys as always. Um, I want to lead into exactly what you guys are talking about, and then some, and that is the fact that we're moving in a very dangerous direction, and I don't think people realize how dangerous. I'm sure you guys are aware of the uh, church burnings that are going on up in Canada right now, blessed by the government. Mm, yes, yes, absolutely. So. We've got a lot of problems, and if we pass this SAFE Act, it puts Homeland Security right inside of our church. I can't even imagine doing this. And Dr. Pesta had this wonderful point of with these new variants coming out and closing down churches, the churches wouldn't have a prayer if they agree, you know, if the SAFE Act goes through and that deploys Homeland Security into all of our churches, uh, they can claim risk and say it's closed down. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. I mean, I've been I've been watching this stuff unfold, and I, I'm beginning to wonder uh, if this doesn't wake people up. I don't know what will, because I mean, we're we're not just right. slipping down the slippery slope. We're going full speed ahead with no brakes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for That's the all call, I got, guys. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Duke Pesta, this is so dangerous. I hope people are going to be calling their senators and telling them to not vote for this Pray Safe uh, Act that is going to be hitting the Senate soon, I think even on Wednesday. So we don't really have a whole lot of time to act. And the other thing is, is this uh, Safe Pray Act puts Homeland Security squarely inside of our churches with data and everything else as they move to strike the section that was the section for protection of voluntarily shared critical structure information and a whole couple, like three sections worth of privacy. I just really hope people are paying attention. Yeah, you you, see, you saw this coming. I mean, for what, a decade now, we've watched it across overseas, particularly in the Mideast, but in Africa as well, in Asia, certainly in China, We've watched as Christian minorities have been persecuted almost to non-existence. I mean, they've eradicated ancient Christian uh, sects uh, across the Asia and Africa for, uh, been around for thousands of years. They've just eradicated them. And the response of the West is nothing. I mean, how in good conscience to, could the so-called leader of the Roman Catholic Church, his, his Jesuit communist eminence, Pope 
Francis, how can he dare go into China with all, it's not just the persecution of Christians in China, but the persecutions of Muslims. He'll stand face to face with Muslim leaders and talk about solidarity, and he will say nothing to the Chinese about what they're doing both to the Christians and to the Muslims. It's staggering that the Catholic Church would rather play footsie with communists because of their views on environmentalism and globalism than to call out the absolute desolation of Christian populations in their territories. It's unbelievable. You've got Protestant church ministers in the world around, and uh, certainly the, the Archbishop of Canterbury sold out. Who's left? Who's left to speak for Christianity on a global scale? There's nobody. Uh, the problem with American Christianity is you've got 8,000 non-Catholic denominations, right, mm -hmm. each in its own battle, trying to, Methodists are splitting along the lines, the Anglicans long ago sold off, the, the Lutherans are now splitting on lines about sexuality and gender and marriage. Uh, so you've got nobody on the international stage to speak for these people. And so we, we, we knew when, for the last decade we watched and did nothing. Then came COVID, and we watched in Canada, and particularly in America, we watched how they treated the American churches, and the American churches were the enemy. The, and, uh, very few mosques, very few mm -hmm. mosques, as I would also point out, came under the kind of scrutiny that the Christian churches came under. And then we see what's going on with Trudeau, how they're burning churches, and he's not condemned it. In fact, he has justified it. He says, well, it's never a good thing to burn down a building, but Jeez. I understand why you might want to burn down Christian buildings. So that kind of stuff, and now you're coming here. And you hit it on the head, Kate. This new uh, Safe Prayer Act is nonsense. This isn't about safety and prayer. It's about the government the, making you an adjunct to uh, locking Christian yep. churches into the government when it comes to emergency preparedness. That's what this is. Yeah. The next time there's any crisis, crisis at all, they will have full authority and full ability to punish and to forcibly shut down churches that don't immediately clap to and follow government ordinances. We saw with COVID. Mm -hmm. It's a never-ending crisis, yeah. right? Uh, and you think about church shootings. If you're part of the LGBTQ, if you're part of these radical uh, LGBTQ movements or you're part of Antifa, and you now learned, just like you could do on a college campus, all you got to do is place one phone call to a college campus saying, I'm going to bring a thousand pro protesters to burn down your hall if you host Ben Shapiro. The, the colleges immediately back off. Now you're going to have that kind of veto power for the churches. Can you imagine uh, Easter Sunday or mm -hmm. Christmas, the, the, the only two days that churches are full anyway in this country? Can you imagine on uh, December 24th, the Antifa placing a call to 50 Catholic churches across the country and right. saying, unless you cancel your church tomorrow, we will be there. We will be there in force. We will protest your services. We will harass your parishioners. And boom, what happens? What, is, what, 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 do, what does the ever-willing-to-comply government do? It steps in and says, like they do on college campuses right now, it's too dangerous, free speech is not important. And free speech, we saw at the colleges, free speech is not important enough to keep guest speakers if they're conservative and someone complains. It's going to be the same thing with that other First Amendment bugaboo. Church freedom, religious freedom, will not be enough if someone threatens. And if I'm on the left, I got my, I'm the Southern Poverty, Poverty Law Center, I got my goon squad putting down their weapons and calling in threats to churches at all these important times just to force the government 
to have to protect them by closing them down. Amen. Let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, thank you. I want to talk about largely why we have this proposed act, uh, Safe Freedom uh, mm-hmm. Prayer Act, whatever. It wouldn't be possible if we weren't such a lawless society. Ninety-five uh, percent of the public, approximately, are voting for people that are violating the Constitution on a regular basis. Studies have shown Biden's uh, the budget, Trump's budget, about ninety percent of what is in there has no authority in the Constitution, according to uh, the Tenth Amendment, according to our founding fathers, Jefferson, Madison. Madison said in Federalist Paper 45, Hamilton and others, there is no numerated act for the federal government to put agents in any churches, nor more, no more authority than the red Chinese uh, military coming into our churches. Zero. That's the issue. The first thing we should always say is this constitutional. It is absolutely yeah. not. Until we start doing that as a collective um, uh, country, we don't have a chance. Yes. Amen. Thank you. What do you think, Dr. Pesta? Extremely well said, caller. Uh, we, the Constitution, whether we like it or not, is not the first go-to when we decide what we're going to do in this country. Uh, very recently, we've been ignoring the, the Constitution for a long time. I should say our elected officials have been ignoring the, the Constitution for a long time. But it's amazing how comfortable the American people en masse have become with this idea that, you know, uh, what's what 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 do the times demand? What's going to keep us? And and this is where women come in, my friends. Uh, women, the idea of safety, right? Mm-hmm. Women, women are much more likely than men to demand safety at the expense of of freedom. Uh, we we've had a feminist movement for thirty years now that has um, described actual masculinity as toxic. Right. So what do you want instead? You want the you want the nanny state, right? And uh, the caller is exactly right. The, there's far too many, even on our side, too many rhinos, too many Republicans, too many um, libertarians who are more than willing to look to their own wisdom, such as it is, rather than going back to the cultural norms of the Constitution that shape and protect our freedoms. And that's why the goalpost keeps getting moved. The left hates the Constitution. The moderate right has forgotten most about what it says, and that's why there's nothing standing in the way. Uh, there's, that's why under Trump, who did try to, to suggest at least some constitutional moves in certain areas, pointed out that it's the federal government's job to protect the borders, not to let the borders open, but to protect them, to defend them. Uh, and look at how they went after. Look at how the mm-hmm. the, the middle of the road Republicans joined the the Constitution hating left mm-hmm. to go after. Whenever Trump did try to inf- to to cite the Constitution as his reason for doing anything, he lost half the Republicans as well. Oh my gosh, I could not have said it better myself. Um, we are we're in such dangerous territory right now. The sham called the Pray Safe Act. Um, under the guise of this fear of this nothing burger that um, all of a sudden all of our churches now you can't safely go to church on Sunday without um, without Homeland Security being there to prevent some nothing burger attack that's supposed to happen. Um, I can't believe they're selling that. I can't believe that um, that we are not uh, 
talking more about this. Like I said, hat tip to Melissa. I didn't even know about this. And uh, I've got a great crew, don't I? <laughs> and so I am telling you, we are we have so much danger going on right now with the feds wanting to be in every nook and cranny of data, every nook and cranny of um, everything in respect to wanting to be at events, wanting to shut down events, all on the guise of safety. I've had enough fear. Haven't you, Uncle? I mean, <laughs> Uncle Bill, haven't you, Dr. Festa, had enough fear uh, tactics uh, for my entire life? I've had enough of it. We can't. You know, you leave, I'm afraid, like I said before, I'm way more afraid of the federal government's intentions yes. towards churches than I am the safety of parishioners going to church. Yes. I mean, amen. Yes. Look, part of being a churchgoer, parting of that is no, certainly in the, in the Christian faith, you know that you may be called to give your life. You know that you may become a martyr anytime. Uh, the churches have fun managed to function fine for 400 years in this uh, part mm -hmm. of the world. The last thing you need right now is Big Brother, especially how we've seen Big Brother behave to churches under the COVID scam, right? Right. Big Brother to come in right now and say, you give us, you give us, back to that theme, you give us control of your security. We'll look after you, and but you're going to have to give up some of your freedom. I can I can see a whole lot of. Yep. Let me put it this way: uh, there's a bunch of recently ordained female ministers who'd be signing onto that in a moment. Yep. Oh yeah, you are so right on that. Uh, we're going to come right back, uh, Kate Daly Show. Remember, this is the last week for enrollment at fpeusa.org. F as in uh, family, P as in parent, E as in educator, fpeusa.org. I know that's not actually the acronym, but it's the one I use, <laughs> family, parent, educator, uh, usa.org. It's a freedom project. Anyway, I'll be right back, Kate Daly Show, and uh, we'll be right back with Dr. Pesta. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Yeah, Kate Daly show. Yeah, I do feel fine as they're trying to cram the uh, variant, Delta variant, down our throats. Um, make sure you get over to balanceofnature.com. If you really want to increase your immunity and you're really interested in health, as, uh, as as all we've been hearing about is our health for a year and a half, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature because Balance of Nature is the way you do health right. They've got a wonderful supplement. You take three veggie caps and three fruit caps. And I'm telling you, um, if you are ill or you are experiencing like, you know, some things where you kind of go, ooh, I might be getting sick, make sure you triple up on the product um, because you, your body cannot get enough of these nutrients. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. This is the product you need to have on hand. This is the product I tell everyone to go get. You'll start to feel a difference about a week to a week and a half to two weeks. And I'm telling you, a lot of people are are using it for a myriad of reasons. And, and a lot of it is 
is just bump up that immune system or to help them when they're ill, make sure you get over to balanceofnature.com, but use the code Kate, K-A-T-E. That's going to deliver the best savings. And this is a fabulous product. You even get a free health coach and the drink that goes with it helps stabilize blood sugars, all kinds of things within the body, even lowers cholesterol. This is the product to have and make sure you have extra. Um, my, my, uh, I'm, I'm joined with Dr. Duke Pesta as I am every Monday. I'm a lucky girl to be able to have Dr. Duke Pesta on the show. His show follows mine on my Facebook page, The Kate Daly Show. You can actually watch it live on camera and uh, you can just go to The Kate Daly Show page on Facebook and catch that. Dr. Duke Show is, is a fantastic show. He's covering all kinds of things that aren't being covered, which is what I love about him. Um, and also, I want to mention there's a couple of things. Um, number one, um, I... I <laughs> I want to mention the Texas uh, Democrats on the plane and how that story was changed. Do you want to talk about this, Dr. Pesta? Well, I never realized, you know, we would get another version of snakes on a plane. Yeah. I, all that right. was missing was Samuel Jackson. Oh I would have been gosh. a perfect remake of that movie. <laughs> I love but it. The, the, the inveterate hypocrisy of the left. I mean, yeah. the the same very same Democrat Party and D.C. is trying to blow up the filibuster. Right? Mm -hmm. You have no right to filibuster. The, we must immediately bow down to the power that the the power of the of the of the American people who they elected. They should get their way. There should be no stops, no checks and balances. Biden won, however. Uh, curiously, he won, and so consequently, Republicans. We we shouldn't give them that advantage. Just vote uh, 50, 50, 51 percent of the vote wins. And they're, they're talking about how this has to happen and this is the right thing to do morally. Then out, out of the other side of their mouth, they're boarding planes in places like Texas, mm -hmm. flying to D.C. to run away from their elected responsibility. Uh, look, I'll say, put it this way. Uh, the, they, the Republican margin in Texas is much higher than it is in Washington, D.C. And so rather than take, take their lick like we're supposed to do, the People of Texas spoke. They elected overwhelmingly Republican government. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They fled away. So all of a sudden, when it comes to Texas, when it comes to the Democrats, yep. all of a sudden, limited filibusters are great as long as Democrats are the ones who are pushing the button. Oh, amen. And do you, don't you love how they changed the story? The story yeah. became about the Delta variant rather than the fact that these people wanted voter fraud to continue. So they actually flew to D.C. to make sure it could continue. Then, of course, Hormala picks up the dreaded Velta, you know, Delta strain because she's been in contact with them. So instead of the border and Hormala, now you've got uh, Hormala and the Delta variant being the story as well. It's a great way to change narratives. Put the focus somewhere well, else. Of course, they're they're unmasked on their plane, right? I mean, the kind yeah. of thing that they would immediately lash out at Republicans had they done so. Mm -hmm. um, the whole thing is just a stupid scam. I mean, it's all. If we had a media that was even remotely honest, that was willing to call out the hypocrisy on both sides, we we would not be in the cultural mess we're in right now. It's the media, like you said, turning them into here. You had one person, one of these Democrats of uh, the, the Texas delegation, who actually compared her behavior to Martin Luther King being arrested. Oh my Are you gosh. Are you kidding me? Now that's the kind of thing, if some Republican tried that trick, they'd be all over them. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're denigrating the sacrifice. This is racist. Right. You're trivializing what King and the civil rights moving was, movement was fighting against. But because it's a Democrat, it's ho-hum, you know. Well, in the same way now, here's another one. We mm -hmm. are now convincing significant pe numbers of the population that the so-called January 6th 
6 insurrection was more devastating to this country than 9-11. Yeah. The Libs are saying this with a straight face as if it's true. It's one of the most outrageous Soviet-style lies I've ever heard, mm -hmm. but very almost no one's challenging it on the national level. You're right. And to turn themselves into a bunch of victims, um, I just how many victim classes can we have? I mean, it's getting so out of control now that I've, I, I just cannot believe, I cannot believe that these people were turned into victims somehow. It's amazing to me. And of course, the Olympics, the COVID scare there, the no people can, can be in the stands, everything has to be on TV. I just, I, I, I if you want to comment on the Olympics, I just cannot even believe that. Is anyone even going to watch? I don't know. I don't even, I, I don't know. It's just sort of taken all of that away from the Olympics, too. In, in you know, the, the Olympics have been political way before the American Sport Leagues ever right. was. And if I can no longer watch American sports because of the woke garbage, I am not turning into that stuff on steroids. I am not watching hyper, hyper mm -hmm. political athletes who you never hear of. You hear them once every four years, you right. hear of them, right? right? And then you'll never hear from, from them again. Yeah. And their skills are so specialized in some ways, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So good. You're, you're, the, you're, you're the best breast... You're the best breaststroke swimmer in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, mm -hmm. I, I'm not. If it weren't the Olympics, nobody would be watching this. Nobody paid any attention for four years You're because right. there's a gold medal at stake. Some people will watch. Uh, I could care less about some of these sports. And 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 I'll, and, and we know we've already been warned. This is going to be the wokest Olympics in the history of of the Olympics. Absolutely. Let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I find it suspicious that the week before the Democrats from Texas went to uh, Washington, the uh, fence around the Capitol came down. Hmm. I think it was a well-coordinated um, effort. Little effort there, huh? Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice point. Hmm. There is a little coordination here. And speaking of... Nice, yes, there's a nice symmetry in that yeah, comment, isn't there? Yep, and spe uh, speaking of sports, too, I mean, we were talking about this on the break. Uh, the sports situation, I, I, I think they're trying to ruin every single thing men enjoy in this life. Uh, they just went after Sports Illustrated. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> the, the cover, this. the cover, well, didn't a, a, a transgendered, a man pretending to be a woman, didn't a man pretending a woman just win... Yeah. A beauty contest in Nevada, uh -huh. right? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Now, yeah. and now you've got the uh, first transgender man. Look, this is really aggravating, right? Mm -hmm. They were elected because they have penises. That's why. Right, right. You can, you, you're telling me that that 50 other women were less beautiful than this guy with the penis. No, <laughs> what you're basically saying, for a guy with a penis, he yeah. looks pretty good as a woman. And so for that, <laughs> oh we're going to give gosh. him the cover of Sports Illustrated. We're going to elect mm -hmm. him the right. prettiest women of all the women who don't have penises. Right. So, yeah, this is affirmative action for men. So on the one hand, you can feel bad about men. They've ruined sports for us. They blame us. Look, this is a culture where victimhood sells. This is a culture, our culture, feeds off of victimhood. The more you're a victim, the more cachet you have. The more you can claim victimhood, the more you're allowed to speak and the more you can silence people who aren't like you. But we're running out of victim victimizers. I mean, literally, mm -hmm. now all, you, all it takes for a toxic man to become the most beautiful woman in the room is a declaration of transgenderism. 
I mean, seriously, the worst sins of, the, of manhood are immediately forgiven and forgotten when the man comes out and pretends to be a woman. So men have been knocked out of the, the typical masculinity perch mm-hmm. and then the, to occupy the place of women. Women have been knocked out of the female role, and I'm not sure where it's left for them. What is there left for them? Because here's the sure. thing. Men playing women's sports are always going to dominate. Women pretending to be men mm-hmm. are never going to win anything in men's sports. So uh, what is there really, if you stop and think about it, left for women? Yeah. If you couldn't make it in man's sports, just join women's sports because there right. you have a chance. I totally get that. And by the way, the Sports Illustrated cover of Lena Bloom. Um, in fact, uh, what is the what is the headline over swimsuit 2021 that they've added now? Opening eyes, speaking truths, changing minds. And I yeah. love your point. And so this is the Sports Illustrated cover with a transgender on it now. And I do, I absolutely love your point. You just made a brilliant point, uh, Dr. Pesta, about the fact that this was the most beautiful out of the crop of transgenders. This wasn't the most beautiful woman in a swimsuit. And I love that point because really and truly they're changing this. Not that I absolutely love this anyway, but I'm just saying they're taking everything from men. I think that men used to enjoy. You had to ignore Mm -hmm. feminine. Yeah. You had to ignore women right. in order to make this to win that beauty contest to get on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You had what, the, what they're telling you is we are more in. That was the title. We're going to w- open your eyes. We're going to wake you up. We're yep. going to show you quote unquote change your the mind. Truth. Yep. And they're not changing anybody's mind. All you are doing is like you just said, getting people to turn off. Yep. Okay. What you've convinced, what you, the truth you've turned me on to is that it's not a level playing field. That you are not actually looking for the prettiest woman or the most talented woman, you are looking for the man who can best ape and mimic one of those women. Right, Amen. and so it's an insult. You're you're using all of those women who are who's who in themselves had to win pageants, had to go on the circuit, had to get elected or nominated or put forth there. Spent a lot of time and effort to get to those contests, only to be told that at the highest level, the pretty the, the prettiest man who imitates you wins hands down. Amen. That is insulting. That truth is a lie. That mm-hmm. eye opening is. The, you're you're not opening eyes to greater tolerance. You're opening eyes to just how unfair and discriminatory the progressive left is willing to be in the pursuit of its fairy tales and its fantasies. Amen. And on the heels of that coming out and the NHL, the Hockey League, uh, discusses a not even a person with, uh, he's only, um, I think, a prospect at this point, um, but how he's gay and changing history in the NHL. I'm sorry, but who you bed down in the privacy of your bedroom, how is this making history? What, what about it screams history. I don't even understand this kind of headline anymore. It, do, it doesn't make any sense. So all of a sudden now, that the person with whom you rub your genitalia suddenly <laughs> is a historically making marker. I got news for you. He's not the first player, gay player ever to play in the NHL. He's not the first man who has had sex with other man, mm-hmm. men to play in the NHL. He's just the first little snowflake who foregrounded it. So we can all rush to pretend like it's a historical event. It isn't. It has nothing to do with the sport. It has nothing to do with athletics. It has nothing to do with the NHL. But there may be out, there's, I'm sure there's some team out there who, when they have to, just, to pick between him and another equally talented prospect, mm-hmm. is going to say, hey, look at all the yep. street cred we're going to get by picking the gay dude.
So true. So here again, you have the same thing going on. Um, so the, they they picked out the, the the you know for being gay. They're absolutely just like they were with the transgender, saying, "Well, now you have to go with this." And even though he might not even be the most deserving prospect because he's gay, you're exactly right. You're exactly. In right. other words, look by declaring himself gay. Yeah. He is being he's not being open and brave and courageous. Right, right. He is leveraging himself with something that everybody wants, wokeness, and none of the other players have. So in other words, he's claiming an unfair advantage. He's yep. cl- he's defying them. Not every time every t- time that a draft goes by every time a team picks and doesn't pick him, mm-hmm. the question's sitting there. Is this because he's gay? <laughs> exactly. Right? Is this the consequence? No. And so what you're doing is you are putting undue pressure mm-hmm. on the league and all of its sponsors and all of the LGTB activists that got their fingers Pump over the send button on their computer, complaining about how evilly bad this man mm-hmm. was treated for not being celebrated by the NHL and how we're never going to watch you again. All that was about the coming mm-hmm. out. And I've said this many times to him. I tell my students, look, they don't care about you. If you're heterosexual, if you're white, if you're uh, if you're of European descent, they want colleges don't want you. Mm-hmm. Co- grad programs don't want you. You usually need to do. You need to check every box on the list. Go ahead, do it. Because they can't tell you no. Gender is literally subjective. Race is subjective. We have people who've, mm-hmm. uh, who've ch- chosen their, their, to be other races and nothing's happened to them. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, check every single box. And then when they try to prove it, sue their asses. Because the minute they come after you and say, we need you to prove, Mr. Pesta, that you're actually Mrs. Pesta, then you say, how dare you. Right. So you're going to win. Absolutely. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman thanked Prokop for coming out, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with playing hockey. So it's a big distraction, but thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Duke Pesta. Catch the Dr. Duke show right after the show ends right on my Facebook page. He's always amazing, isn't he? And get over to FPEUSA.org and sign up. I'll put the link in show notes. Thanks again. And I'll be right back with Connor Boyack. Uh, You'll love this too. So make sure you stay with me for the next hour. Hour.